0: guys, welcome to FAQ with Chris, where I read stories from the web and the waiting room community. These stories center around plus size bodies and their experiences. So if you have a story you would like me to share, please send an email at thewaitingroompc@gmail.com. at gmail.com. That's T-H-E-W-E-I-G-H-T-I-N-G-R-O-O-M-P-C at gmail.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to FAQ with Chris. Today we're going to be talking about a news article from Healthline titled Finding Food Freedom, Ditching Diet Culture and Learning to Trust Your Body's Cues. This was written by Amber Charles Alexis and medically reviewed by Kim Rose Francis. Food freedom. It's a complex term with definitions ranging from ditching diet culture and restrictive diets to attaining good health and food security through growing your own foods. It's marketed as an approach to address eating disorders for some and as a way to promote intentional weight loss for others. However, in the health and wellness space, it's an emerging revolutionary concept that challenges societal norms of dieting and the thin ideal. It is championed by passionate health professionals and game changers, such as Shauna Spence at The Nutrition Tea, Spence is a registered dietitian who takes a non diet, weight inclusive approach to health. She uses her platform to redefine what health means, distinct from the diet industry's often unattainable standards. Another powerful and passionate food freedom champion is Dr. Kara Niemdiop. I apologize if I didn't pronounce that right. Uh, her at is Black Dot Nutritionist. Who has created a space that emphasizes body respect, eating without guilt, and reclaiming your cultural food heritage as an integral part of your healthy lifestyle? In this article, we explore food freedom, explain what intuitive eating and mindful eating are, and discuss what roles, if any, they may have in the pursuit of intentional weight loss. What is food freedom? The Food Freedom Framework has various definitions and applications, including but not limited to freedom from industrial food production, an approach to strengthen food sovereignty, gastronomy, the science of understanding historical cultural foods and their impact on human health, a spiritual journey to overcome food addiction, a liberating, a liberating part of weight loss programs such as Whole30. In other contexts, Food freedom refers to ditching dieting culture and restrictive diets by giving yourself permission to enjoy all foods in moderation, unless allergies or medical needs prevent you from eating certain foods. In that application of food freedom, practitioners see food as more than just fuel. They seek to build a positive and judgment-free relationship with all foods, where guilt is not considered an ingredient in the eating experience. This view of food freedom encompasses intuitive eating and mindful eating, two philosophies that cultivate self-trust around food choices and reject unnecessary restrictions. Intuitive eating and mindful eating are often used to support recovery from eating disorders, such as anorexia nervosa and bulimia nervosa, chronic mental illnesses that negatively affect nutritional status and your relationship with food. Overall, food freedom can help people overcome diet culture or induce flexibility for intentional weight loss. Because the varied and overlapping marketing of the term food freedom may lead to some confusion. Context matters. This article will focus on food freedom as a non-diet approach to health and nutrition. There is a small heads up here in the middle of the article. Heads up, disordered eating and eating disorders can affect anyone, regardless of gender, identity, race, age, socioeconomic status, or other identities. They can be caused by any combination of biological, social, cultural, and environmental factors, not just by exposure to diet culture. If you feel like you may be overly concerned with your weight or preoccupied with food or Or if you get overwhelmed when you think about maintaining a healthful, guilt-free eating pattern, feel empowered to talk with a qualified healthcare professional. A registered dietitian or therapist can help you work through feelings of guilt or anxiety and build eating patterns that support your health, both physical and mental. You can also chat, call, or text anonymously with trained volunteers at the National Eating Disorders Association helpline for free or explore the organization's free and low-cost resources. The Origins of Food Freedom as a Concept Food freedom as a therapeutic approach for eating disorder recovery grew out of the need for non-pharmaceutical treatments that emphasize behavioral changes, such as a positive body image and healthy eating attitudes. A 2017 study demonstrated that dieting, accompanied by body dissatisfaction and the pursuit of thinness increases the risk of developing bulimia nervosa, binge eating disorder, and purging disorder. Even dieting among inherently lean individuals increases their risk of developing anorexia nervosa. The multi-billion dollar diet industry promotes the thin ideal with unhealthy weight management behaviors, potentially encouraging disordered eating patterns that can contribute to the development of eating disorders. There's evidence that dieting doesn't help those who are seeking long-term weight loss either. Weight regain within 1-5 to years is common among chronic dieters, and approximately 33% of dieters regain more weight than they initially lost. Dieting restrictions contribute to disordered eating, Food freedom, on the other hand, seeks to combat this food freedom as a mindfulness based practice may address disordered eating, including emotional eating and binge eating disorder. It can also help you avoid eating in response to external cues such as the sight or smell of foods when you're not physically hungry. In particular, intuitive eating is associated with improved psychological well-being and physical health and fewer dietary restrictions. Food freedom, intuitive eating, and mindful eating. What's the difference? Although these three terms are often used interchangeably, you may wonder whether they are essentially the same. There are minor distinctions among their presiding principles. For instance, Mindful eating is rooted in the Buddhist practice of mindfulness and living with awareness and intention. It is a meditative practice that is built on the mind-body connection and fosters a state of nonjudgmental awareness that engages your senses, sight, smell, taste, and feel during a meal. Mindful eating is the art of being present while you eat. Similarly, intuitive eating nurtures a mind-body connection, but it's distinctively rooted in a weight-inclusive approach to health and serves at the core of the health-at-every-size paradigm. Intuitive eating is guided by 10 principles, including respecting your body, rejecting diet culture, making peace with food, and honoring health through gentle nutrition. Food freedom, however, isn't so well-defined. It may represent true forms of intuitive eating or mindful eating, or it may attempt to bridge gaps between intentional weight loss, caloric restriction, and increased flexibility with food. Despite these differences, there is a common thread among the three terms. They all seek to reduce unnecessary dietary restrictions and improve your relationship with food. They aim to remove prospects of guilt, shame, and negative emotions associated with consuming forbidden or... Bad foods. Tips to pursue food freedom. Food freedom, when used as a non diet approach to health, seeks to liberate you from the thin ideal and diet culture, unsafe weight loss or weight management behaviors, and yo yo dieting. Whether you choose to adopt a meditative approach with mindful eating or work through the 10 principles of intuitive eating, freedom from restriction and judgment is possible. Here are some tips. Work with a registered dietitian who is certified in intuitive eating or who implements mindful eating techniques to guide you. Work on unlearning the idea that foods are either good or bad. Instead, focus on the purpose that food serves at a given moment, such as pleasure, energy, or nourishment. Similarly, remove the idea of morality from foods. Understand you're not a bad person for eating a pleasurable food And that food choices should not make you feel inferior or superior to others. Give yourself permission to enjoy pleasurable foods regularly. This way, you won't feel out of control around certain foods. Focus on health-promoting habits, such as staying hydrated and engaging in fun physical activity. Health is more than just a number on the scale. Tune into your internal cues, such as emotions and feelings of fullness and hunger, rather than the simply the external cues of eating, such as eating because a specific time of the day or because you feel you must finish all the food on your plate. Eat slowly without distractions and savor your food. I I need to work on that. Focus on how a food makes you feel and choose more foods that make you feel good. Using intuitive eating for intentional weight loss. Intentional weight loss is the active attempt to change your body weight with the goal of lowering the number on the scale. Although studies show that intuitive eating is associated with weight loss and a lower body mass index at its core, intuitive eating is not a weight loss method. A true intuitive eating program would not advertise weight loss as an outcome, since some people may lose weight while others may gain or maintain weight. Intuitive eating allows your body to find its happy weight, or biologically determined set-point weight. Likewise, the fundamental principles of mindful eating are not focused on weight loss, though some weight loss programs have co-opted its message of mindfulness. Other programs work to bridge the gap by focusing on health-promoting habits while instituting small calorie deficits that promote slow-paced weight loss without completely avoiding pleasurable foods that might not be nutrient-dense or low in calories the bottom line food freedom is a highly marketed term with various definitions ranging from overcoming diet culture and restrictive diets to engaging in food sovereignty therefore context matters as a non-diet approach to nutrition Food freedom includes tuning in to your internal cues of fullness and hunger, decoupling foods and morality, and focusing on health-promoting behaviors, not just the scale. At their core, intuitive eating and mindful eating principles don't focus on or promote intentional weight loss. Rather, they may help you discover and engage in health-promoting habits that may lead to weight loss gain or maintenance. These frameworks help people foster positive relationships with foods and their bodies that are built on self-trust and self-compassion rather than the thin ideal. Just one thing, try this today. At your next meal, try removing distractions such as the TV or your phone. Chew your food thoroughly at least 20 times to engage your senses and connect with your internal fullness cues. I really love this article. I don't particularly follow food freedom, food neutrality, but I do. The, the thing is, is I cut specific things out for me and my body because of the way it makes my gut feel. And I'm actually really suffering with that right now. My stomach is, has been absolutely killing me for the last couple of days. And it's because of what I am putting into it. Um, I do still look at the scale sometimes like I did uh, so far this year. I've only been on it twice. So I think that that's actually a really like what what month are we in? We're in July right now and I've been on it twice. And yet I used to be on it weekly. Um, so I think I'm I'm doing better there Um But I still do struggle sometimes with thinking, oh, I shouldn't eat that. It's bad for me. Um, Some people even believe that with my 100 days of no takeout or fast food that I'm demonizing those things. But really, it's because I'm out of control with my food. Um, I try really hard when I'm ordering to just order a specific portion, but I don't. And I order enough for two to three people. So me doing a journey like that is for me and myself. It's the way that I feel that it will work. I... I don't believe that people can't lose weight and still have McDonald's. I'm just not the type of person that can go there and eat enough for just one. I definitely talked about that so many times. I would like to um, try that, though, where I am sitting and just focusing on my food and what I'm putting into my mouth and not staring at the TV or my phone because I have become a zombie when I'm eating. I do that all the time. And I think it would be nice to just... Be in the moment. Actually, I went to Ontario uh, last weekend, and I sat around the table with Lisa and her family and friends, and we were chatting a little bit while eating, and I loved it. I don't remember the last time I sat around a table at home with people, and it was good for so many reasons because it made me feel like I was part of a family <laughs> again. I I seriously don't remember the last time I did something like that, and. It just also, I really, we were having meatball subs and it was probably like, they were great meatballs. Sorry, Lisa's dad, if you're listening to this, I can't wait to try your smoked meatballs one day. I'll be back in November. (laughs) But it was, it was a really great meal. And I'm so grateful to have uh, been a part of that. I'm getting off track now. My point was it was probably the first time I've eaten a meal and I wasn't focused on my phone or the TV and it was great. And I felt like I was in the moment and I was enjoying it. And I only ate half a sub, whereas normally if I was watching TV or something, I would have down the entire thing. So definitely I think that it helped. It worked. And I would definitely like to adopt that more. All right. Well, this is a little bit longer of an episode, and I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you ever come across an article that you would love me to read, uh, please send it off to me. Um, You can reach me through the email, through Instagram, through TikTok, however we communicate. Uh, I'd love to hear from you, and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye, guys.